1,581,945 students are enrolled in Texas colleges and universities. On average, 56% of Texas high school graduates go to college the first fall after graduating. With so many students going to college, you might think it's, it's easy to navigate the process of choosing a college or university. That finding financial aid is simple. Everybody else must be managing this process just fine. But then you start the process and you are quickly overwhelmed with the papers and the processes and the many, many details that you have to handle. Well, you are not alone. Welcome to Little Elm ISD's Tuesday Talks, a podcast from Little Elm ISD that connects parents and experts on the hottest topics affecting Little Elm students and families. In our podcast, we talk to an expert and we bring you the information you need to know about important issues facing today's students. I'm your host, Deborah Deverich the Middle School Intervention Counselor for Little Elm ISD. I've been with Little Elm for five years and I spend my days helping kids find school success, particularly when they are experiencing difficulties personally, behaviorally, or academically. Today, we are beginning a new college series of podcasts. Over the next few weeks, we will explore the topics of how to choose a college or university. We'll share some tips for completing college apps and completing financial aid applications. In our third podcast, we will discuss how to find the money to pay for college. That's right, how to find some scholarships. We hope to then conclude the series with a conversation with some of our Little Elm High School graduates who just spent the fall semester at college. Our expert today is Keisha Brown. Keisha serves Little Elm ISD as the coordinator for K-12 college readiness. Keisha, welcome. Tell us a little bit about the scope of your position in the district. Thank you, Deborah, and I am so glad to join you in this podcast today. Well, as the coordinator of college readiness for Little Elm ISD, primarily I work with our high school students and our seniors on everything college readiness. So I provide programming for students and parents regarding college readiness, applications, scholarships, financial aid. I also assist students through the process. So I meet with students in groups. I do classroom presentations to educate our students and make them aware of resources available, as well as one-on-one -on -one meetings with students and parents to guide them through the uh, process of um, selecting a college or a university, as well as the application process and financial aid. So that's a little bit about what I do. <laughs> so that's just a little bit. That was like, uh, I felt like I was at a river with all the branches going out all the way over the place because you had so many different things. So mm -hmm. it's a big job. But today, we're going to really pick your brain, actually over the next few weeks. And, and we want to talk today about how that one thing you mentioned, how do you choose the right college or university? And, and, and seriously, when I thought about this, I was like, don't most people just, just go to the college that their parents went to? Mm -hmm. 
you know, some people do, Deborah. Honestly, um, you know, there are legacies in in many families, and they they run deep in some families. And some students may just think, oh, you know, my mom or my dad or my sister or my brother even, you know, went to X Y Z school um, or a friend. Um, but you know, you wouldn't want to choose make a life, you know, that that kind of important decision based on someone else's decision. So that makes it really, really hard, you know. And you also wouldn't want to make a decision and say, I'm completely going to keep that school off of my list just because a parent mm -hmm. or a sibling went to that school as well. So yeah. there are some different um, tips and tricks that we use to selecting a college or university. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. I really like the way you're thinking about that. You know, let's not just take somebody else's decision and make it mine. Mm -hmm. Let me decide for myself. Exactly. So what are the some of the first things that students should do when they're thinking about choosing a college or university? When a student is creating a list, I like to say, you know, splitting that list between your safety schools and your reach schools. So you may say, what is a safety school and what is a reach yeah, school? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> right. So in a safety school, and, and I, when I'm talking to parents, you know, I tell them, a safety school has to include the financial part for that college as well mm -hmm. as the academic part. So many times, Deborah, people look over the financial part. On that list of schools, in your safety list, that school is a school that, A, on the financial side, we can afford that school. If we don't get any help, not one dime in financial aid, we can afford that school and we can help you to attend that school. Mm -hmm. Also, academically, based upon your current transcript or based upon your current um, academics, you know that you would be admitted to that school, okay? Our REACH school may be a school that may be a little bit of a stretch for us financially. We may not be able to afford a private school. You know, some of our private schools are sixty dollars or $70,000 a year nowadays. Um, or, you know, as far as the academics, I may not, uh, you know, have the exact test score that they're asking mm -hmm. for. Or my GPA may fall a little short for what they're asking. So that's first how you divide up your list. And that's something that you can do in your research. Look at those websites, look at the admission requirements and see what the, the school is asking for as far as admission requirements. And then of course, look at the cost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I can remember making some visits when I was in high school, um, my four children, I can remember making visits with them, but you know, we're in a different world right now. Uh, our audience right now, can you tell? That yes. we've got masks on. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> you know, we're sitting here with masks. And so things are different. How can students accomplish an on-campus visit? And here we are in the middle of COVID. Mm -hmm. Right. So one of the things that I'll tell students and parents is trying to get around that campus visit is really, really hard, Deborah. Mm -hmm. Because it's really important to know if you're planning to make this place your home, for the next four or five years, you know, before COVID, I would always tell students and parents, do your best to, if you don't take an official tour, get on that campus, get in that town, make sure that the things that you, that are important to you are there. Mm -hmm. You know, it may be a place of worship. It may be a job. It may be a restaurant. It may be some type of a hobby that you have. Make sure those things are there so that you feel comfortable. Also, spend some time on that campus. I always tell parents, talk to current students. 
talk to, you know, professors if you can sit in on a class. So you may say, mm -hmm. well, everything's virtual now. That's true. A lot of colleges and universities are offering virtual tours, but some of them are offering in-person tours in very small groups, mm -hmm. like, you know, a student and two parents maybe, you know, a group of three or four people at the most. Mm -hmm. So if that college that you're looking at is offering that, take them up on it for sure. Yeah. You, you don't have to be on campus to speak to a current student. You know, if I'm interested in business administration, what a great idea would it be for me to contact that college and say, is there a student organization or is there someone that I could speak to, you know, that is currently in this major that I have interest in? Um, talk to them and say, you know, how did you make this work? How are you paying for this? Did you get any scholarships? Who is helping you to find a job? Has anyone in that college or department helped you find an internship? All the things that are important to you. Those are the mm -hmm. questions that you want to ask. And even if you're not able to do a physical face-to-face -face visit right now, there are virtual opportunities for you to still gather that information. And that's what's really important. So. Well, and we would want our students, you know, to come to you. It sounds yes. like you have done this. Yes. You've worked through <laughs> this, right? Yes. And so if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I need to do this. I need mm -hmm. to make these visits. Um, you know, you don't have to be on your own figuring out who do I call at this university? What do I do? Right. Come to you. Yes. And yes. your office is on campus at the high school. Exactly. And, and they can, you can give them some information to make those calls and help them. Oh, so, yes. so the next thing I think about is, so when do you start this whole process? When do you even make the visits or what year? Yes. So that's the, the best question, Deborah. So I typically go over to our middle schools and spend some time with our eighth grade students educating them about the power of a transcript, the importance of college entrance exams, the SAT and ACT, and we talk about things like our GPA and our class rank and how those things impact our opportunities for life after high school, particularly college acceptance and scholarships. That's what impacts it. So when you're talking about class rank, GPA, those things start in the ninth grade. Mm -hmm. And if a student is in middle school and they are taking high school credit Which courses. Which we have a lot of we, kids yes, in we do. eighth grade. They're taking Spanish and yes. they're taking um, algebra high, one. Algebra. Yes. 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 So if a student is taking high school credit in middle school, I always want to impress upon them how important it is to be very serious about those courses because you can never go backward. Mm -hmm. If you take Algebra one in the eighth grade, you can't go backward. You, you can't, can't get, retake it no, and you, get a better grade no, for GPA. No, you cannot. Yeah. So what you get in eighth grade is going on your high school transcript when you get to high school. So for you, that process really may start in the eighth grade. Yeah. And for some students who don't take any high school credit in middle school, that process would start in ninth grade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, when, I, when I sit down with students and they say, okay, now I'm in the 11th grade and I'm ready to ramp it up and, and get that GPA up and I'm ready to do it. You know, I tell them, I say, okay, mathematics. And they say, okay, you know, how can I jump up over these 40 people in front of me so I can be in the top 10%? And I say, okay, mathematically, you tell me what would have to happen mathematically for you to jump those 40 people in rank. Mm -hmm. And they say, well, I need to get straight A's. Well, they're all getting straight A's too. That's exactly. the reason they're in the top 10. Exactly. And I said, but if they, I said, but you tell me 
mathematically, does that mean you're going to jump them and they sit there and they, th I have to let them real come realize to the real that. And they say, mm -hmm. no, I said, yeah, they would either have to leave the class or start failing. Mm -hmm. Their grades would have to considerably go mm -hmm. down. And that's unlikely. And that's highly so that's unlikely. That's why it's so important. That's why it's important to get ninth that foundation. Grade. Yes. Ninth grade. Yes. You are on that GPA Get training. that foundation. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Good. Yes. All right. So uh, this is really kind of my last question for today. Okay. And, and I, I see all the time, you know, this is the top school in the nation. And, and, and how about... And then you look at your ranking as your percentage. Where have I fall in this class? How important is all this ranking when choosing a college? So a lot of students will look at U.S. News and World Report mm -hmm. or look at other, you know, rankings. And colleges will, will uh, promote their rankings, you know, uh, based on, you know, whatever organization did this ranking. And so, you know, students will come to me and ask, you know, well, this... College of Business over here is ranked 15th in the country, but I don't want to go to this one because they're ranked 75th. What? Mm. And so what I say is, the first question, thing I do is I ask them a question. Do you know what that ranking is based on? Uh, no. I said, do you know if that ranking is based on how much money that College of Business has or how many PhD professors that College of Business has or how much fundraising? There are many different things that colleges and programs are ranked on. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what the what the rank what the criteria was for the ranking, you do yeah. you do you really care? And right. then if you find out that it was something that's not important to you, then that so yeah. I try to, to to tell students, don't let a ranking mm -hmm. get in the way mm -hmm. of you either putting a college on your list or mm -hmm. really investigating a program mm -hmm at a certain college. Yeah. It really know. goes back to that college visit idea. Yes. You get there and you get the feel for it and, yes. you, and that more than ranking of how high that is. Oh, yes. For sure. Oh, yes, ma'am. Sure. Yes, ma'am. So this is just so much to think about. Just You know, you think choosing the college university, but it's a lot. And, and the best advice I think you gave us today is to start early. Start early thinking about grades. Start early thinking about how can we afford it? What yes. are we going to do? Yes. Talking about college at home, these academic goals. Yes. Even keeping a list of the community involvement. Like yes. if you volunteer. Right, right. That goes uh, on your app. Yes, right? yes. So it's just a lot to think about, but these are wonderful tips as we think about selecting a college. And, and I just really want to tell you so much, Keisha, uh, thank you for being here today and, and sharing all these insights. We really appreciate the work that you do preparing our Lobos for their future. Thank you. And thank you to our audience for joining our podcast today. Visit www.littleelmisd.net and then click Support Services and then select Counseling Services. That's where you can find our Tuesday Talks episodes. They can also be found with your favorite podcast uh, place you go. So we'll be back next time, and we will have an important conversation about the college applications and financial aid. Mm -hmm.